0: i don't care what none of y'all got to say wait this thing is on right yeah it is (laughs) what's good everybody what's going on um currently in the middle of a debate about whether should not sugar go on grits i don't know who came up with this phenomenon is it a mandela effect i don't know all i could tell you is that it ties directly to this episode and we call this episode shenanigans yes indeed it is strictly shenanigans to put sugar on some damn grits now i've been around a long time 42 years to be exact and i'll be damned if i sit up here and accept the fact that people put sugar on their grits now it's such a debate that um you had companies, you had whole wheat companies that actually put the label on there on the corner of their of their packages saying that sugar do go on grits, not in my house. I wish it would. Y'all come on back. Speaking so to the shenanigans. Welcome back! Welcome back! Oh, actually, welcome to the show. As I previously said, that um, the next this episode is gonna be full of jokes and shenanigans. Now, before I bring on my guest, I got a couple stories to tell. The first one is gonna be when playing a dozens goes wrong. Now, where I lived, where I came up, where I grew up, was West Side of Chicago. Um, we did something called roasting, playing a dozens, or riding or ribbon. Well, we didn't call it ribbon, but we just call it uh casing. There you go, casing. And we had a specific way. I mean, everybody has their way of cracking jokes, but you had to hold your own. You had to be able to kick jokes back and roast and stuff like that because it was like a rite of passage in the neighborhood. Well, taking that same act on the road didn't exactly pan well out for me. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm laughing thinking about it. Anyway, so of course I was in college um, when this happened. I was uh, 18 years old and I figure I'm going to feel my way around. And me and this young lady, we was really cool with each other. I mean, really, really cool. had a lot of respect for her. But her roommate was loud and obnoxious and... I'm sorry. Me being me, nobody out a-holes me. Nobody. I I take a serious offense to that. Like I'm already an a-hole as is, but nobody out a-holes me. So, and uh, another, another backstory to that part would be um, if you're telling jokes, if you're cracking jokes. Now, if you throw in curses, the curses have to match the joke. So if you hear a head, you know what a head ass, looking ass, it, it gotta, it gotta go with the joke. Anyway, so the story goes, um, we were in the in the union, in, a, in the union where everybody was, um, where we normally con- congregate and, um, and eating lunch or what have you. And this young lady, her roommate came in. Let, the roommate, let's call her Lele. Okay, Lele came in just as loud as ever. And again, being obnoxiously loud. So she sees me sitting over there and me and uh, this young lady was sit was still talking. And she was like, um, I don't like it. I don't like the fact that you are been trying to mack uh mac on my roommate. I said, I'm not trying to mack on your roommate. Your roommate has already spoken for. Now you need you to go head on somewhere. And 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 and, and the the, the ribbon just started. You know, she threw a barrage of fat jokes in there and they i mean, they—they they were hidden. They were hidden. Myth. They were hidden. Then she had a couple that missed. But I think I've heard all the fat jokes on planet Earth. So me being me, if <laughs> when it comes down to playing the dozens, whether you call it casing, roasting, or what have you, you cracking jokes on somebody, a, a key method that works for me, a key strategy is to work on something that nobody else sees. It could be a, a a dirty jacket. It could be a, a, a shoe bigger than the other one, a leg longer than the other. One. I mean, anything that, that you could use, that you can, it, it'll come out. It'll come out on a slide, and people won't won't know what's going on. They won't know what's happening. They can't see it because they too busy laughing at the jokes. But you getting ro- cracked on, you studying like this is, baby, this chest. This I do this. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, my dad told me once. Um, Like this, the jokes you crack when you roasting somebody, you call make people want to fight you. And this day was proof. (laughs) So um, anyway, she had said one fat joke too many. I was like, okay, I'm sitting there just just, just taking it because I'm studying what she got on. Number one, the day she number her shoes they match. One one, her legs on and the other one. So I'm thinking to myself, do your mama know you not you knock me? Do your mother know that you got a mix match shorts? Do you know you? I mean, it, was, it was, I'm just thinking of a whole bunch of bras and things I, I can just top my head. But I zeroed in on the coat she was wearing because everybody wore different color type of coats back then, especially if it was brand name. And it just so happened so happen that the brand name jacket was a Tommy Hill figure. <laughs> a Tommy Hill figure. Let that marinate. But uh, let me t- take a break. I'm going to come back and, uh, t- and tell y'all how to joke went. Okay. Um, before we go further, I just want to send a special thank you to everybody that's been listening. The numbers are going up, and I'm becoming a bit popular. So that means you guys look forward to listening to my voice, listening to my content every week. So I shall not disappoint. So again, if you shared my links on Facebook, if you shared it through via email, via TikTok, via Instagram, Twitter, any of those social media apps, if you shared this podcast, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But again, folks, you won't be disappointed. This episode is for the record. This is for the books. So okay, <laughs> so we were talking about the whole roasting and ribbing, and well, and and the jokes um, that many young lady was me and a lele. We in the middle of now, mind you, if you have an audience and y'all are cracking jokes back to back, y'all have they have to be funny. Otherwise, the one cracking the jokes usually get cracked on, and nobody says anything. But anyway, um, so the joke that that, that made everybody laugh, she said something to the effect of. Boy, how are you up here looking up here talking like a dude, sounding like a dude, but you shaped like a white woman? The whole everything went just, just, just everybody just lost it. So I I, Oh, that's yeah, she said, and and you and you shaped like a fat white woman at that. I, oh, I said, Yeah, okay. Here here comes the punchline, here comes the one here to quit up. So during this time period, this is when phones had just came out, right? Everybody had a phone. Everybody had a had a Prime phone. Right? Everybody had a Prime Primeco phone. So it just so happened, I pull out my phone, a dollar number. I say, here. Then I keep in mind that the, the, the girl's jacket was orange. I said, Pull out my phone, I handed it to her. I say, um, the lady from Sunkist says, um, we're gonna take out that take out the dirty ass jacket. Everybody fell out like hey were like, oh. God, you bogus! <laughs> he said, fair gonna hand on the phone. He he an old girl the phone. He gave Lele the phone. And was like, here. Miss uh Miss Sunkist said, take out that dirty ass jacket. Boy, <laughs> they was crying laughing. The look on her face when I told that joke. And I just stood there they was just, they was all over the all by the cafeterias, crying laughing. And people was walking in. It was like, well, what happened? What happened? What happened? So so they, they told what happened? So, yeah, with well that that part, that, yeah, I, to, I'm sorry. Lele, if you out there, I changed the name to protect the innocent. But Lele, if you out there I and you listen to the show, 20 some odd years later, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, my God. But you shouldn't have said I'm shaped like a fat white girl. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I took that on the chin, but I I throw something back, and that's how you play the dozens. Then I mean, that's how it, gets, it goes down. I mean, it gets gutter. It, but now the only thing about it is nowadays you cannot roast and crack jokes the way you would back then. We talking about late nineties, late nineties and going in two thousands. Now everybody and their mother, and they feels about something. You know, you you can't crack jokes the same. Oh, that was that tale. <laughs> oh, there, there's plenty more shenanigans to come. Plenty more. But um, like I said, I do I I do have Mr. Uh Mr. December coming on and trust. He his stories are gonna be hilarious. As a matter of fact, after after I give you guys after my second break, I'm gonna um actually my third break, I'm gonna go ahead and um and bring them on. All right. With that being said, y'all, I'm gonna see y'all in a little bit. Taking, taking a break. By the way, folks, if you like what you heard, once again, make sure you guys reach us at imlbwilliamson at gmail.com. Also, if you're an, an artist or like your business featured, once again hit me hit me hit us up on the chill side at C-H-Y-L-L-C-I-D-E. And again, if you have to get your dose of shenanigans on TikTok, make sure you follow my page, Luke P. Dookie. That's L-U-K-E-P, capital P, D-O-O-K-Y. All right, y'all, and we're back. So uh, let's get right into the second story. Now, this one is literally full of craziness. Now. Before I tell the story, a special shout-out goes out to my homeboy, C.K. Nix. This dude here, we go back 20-some-odd years. And we were roommates in college, the whole nine yards. But it almost didn't happen. Let me tell y'all the story. Now, um... You know, everybody will got, got their friends and, and me and this guy we, we start hanging out. We good, we good people, we hanging out, we, you know, um, we go to going to the rec center the whole the whole nine yards, right? So it just so happened we was watching um some old Mike Tyson boxing matches. Now, Mike Tyson will pulverize people in the ring, but that's not, not that's not what happened. Um so we we you know, we out, out 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 there call ourselves shadow boxing, my shadow boxing. Y'all know it's finna go wrong, right? So the hallways didn't necessarily allow for a whole lot of movement, moving around and, and, and boxing and such. So we call ourselves shadow boxing. Keep this in mind. At the time, I was five seven. CK is roughly six one. At the time, about two eighty. Yeah, it had a, it had a nice little reach. So y'all y'all know how it's gonna happen, right? <laughs> anyway, so you know we 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 going back and forth. You know, ding ding ding. We we, we play fighting and such. So I must um, one particular second I must have bobbed when I should have weaved, and he threw a right cross and landing clean across my across my face. When I tell you. I was dazed, dude. Getting knocked out humbles you. That's when I knew then that boxing wasn't for me. Because if this dude get, accidentally throw a right a right cross and catch you with it, imagine what's gonna happen in a real boxing ring. And I don't know, if, I don't know where y'all are from, but where I'm from, getting knocked out change your perspective on things. It really does. So when he hit me with that cross, he was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Meanwhile, I'm trying trying to gather my bearings. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little woozy. I'm dazed, and I'm like, "He's like, man, oh, I'm so sorry, man, dude. I did not mean to hit you, like, I, dude. Oh, I'm so sorry." I mind you, I'm saying I'm saying about a uh, about a the uh, water cooler, but uh, actually the water, the um, water station. Cause he, he had, a, we had a water uh machine in, in the hallway. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to gather my, gather my, uh, bearings. I'm like, this dude and really hit me. And this is what I'm getting hit about. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke from nobody fighting. No, this ain't for me. Knuckling up. No, this ain't for me. So he go in his room and, uh, you know, and get a, get a, um, Something cold to put on my face so it don't mark up. But he was like, dude, I am so sorry. But look, I'm telling you now. If you want to knuckle up and get this over with, you know, hard feelings. Trust me, I'm prepared to defend myself. In the back of my head, this dude just hits you in your face. If he accidentally hits you in your face, imagine what's going to happen if he really hits you in your face. I said, hmm. I had a discussion with myself. I said, hmm. Self said, Yeah, that happened, bro. You just, you just got hit. And I don't think you want that smoke. And truth be told, I did not want that smoke. To this day, me and CK have not had so much as a freaking argument. Why? Like I said, it, getting knocked out changes your perspective. But anyway, to the to the, to the cold to the cold drink. So he gave me a cold drink out of the refrigerator. Out of his refrigerator, he put it hey, put on your face, man. I, I apologize, man. Put it on your face. I'm so sorry that I that hit you. So I put it up on on my face, and not even two seconds afterward, I opened it and drank it. I was like, "Hey, I'll take that one." That was the coldest Pepsi I think I ever had. <laughs> it's popping from my face, but hey, brother was thirsty. I, I had to get myself together. <laughs> so man, shouts out to CK Nicks bro. Listen, I'm going might, gotta get you on the show eventually. We we, we gonna, re, we gonna rehash a whole bunch of stuff that happened. We was like coming up, man. But that particular story, that full of shenanigans, that was just hilarious. There's other ones, but yeah, <laughs> I had to tell that story. Anyway, folks, um that's that story, but. When I take my break, I'm gonna come back and we're gonna talk to Mr. December, also known as the Courtney Thomas. Y'all stay tuned. Now, before I bring on Mr. December, I got something I wanna put out there for y'all. In the US, also in parts of Canada and uh, across the globe, cuisine is something that like food yeah cuisine food culinary how culinary arts no matter how you look at it there's certain things that as african americans or as i like to refer to as black folks there's certain things that we know how to do now i've been black 42 years so i got a pretty good idea of how how and what we eat and there's also certain methods that we um, we pertain, we, we really are particular about when we cook. And washing our chicken is one of those things. Some people wash their pork chops. We wash our greens. We wash our, um, we wash our greens. We wash our pork. We, we wash it, you know, because it's something We wash all our vegetables. But now that's not the point of, of this part of this segment. Did y'all know that there are certain foods that African Americans, Black folks, don't eat? Yep, one of them is everybody's food. That's one thing because people prepare their food differently. They prepare their food in ways that just unfamiliar to us. Case in point, uh, for some of us, if you don't um, if you don't put your ribs in the oven, you, they're not gonna eat them. Or if you don't uh, make your potato salad a certain way, it's not going to be eaten. If you don't make your um, your spaghetti and mac and cheese a certain way, people just don't, we're just not going to eat it. But there are certain foods that black folks just don't eat completely. And that's, that's amazing because I know for a fact these particular dishes, um, those are staples in the families, especially around holidays one of them is peach or apple cobblers yes those sweet delectable dishes oh, feel free to look up um apple cobblers and cobblers. just you know they, they make cobblers of all type we're talking about extreme ish. if you get what i'm saying <laughs> if you know what i'm saying well one of my great aunts actually made a fig cobbler that was the die for and we ate it like it was no tomorrow why because it has so much love and passion in it and you could taste it from the crust on both on the top and the bottom but that's 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 just me being me me being fat but anyway uh yeah there's there's a certain amount of black folks that just don't eat um the uh, pies don't eat apple pies don't eat uh german chocolate cakes don't eat and i'm sorry i find it to be hella weird i'm like wait who made you where did you grow up but let's not take away from the fact that it doesn't make them less black it just make their th- tasting food weird just figure i'll point that out for you on to the shenanigans Hey everybody! The moment y'all been waiting for, Mr. December, aka the Courtney Thomas. I trust trust me, folks. You will not be disappointed. The type of shenanigans that's about to go down during this interview is one to remember. So hope you got you parked somewhere or you're um, at home or something, because. Yeah, we 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 gonna make you laugh. We are gonna make your belly hurt. And without further ado, here he is. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Chill Side with Lb Williamson, and I got my main man with me, Mister December V. That's C- what they
1: call me. That's what i call me.
0: Welcome to the show, brother. Welcome to the show. I'm going with you, brother. How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. Uh so let's let's just jump right off the porch and get right into it, man. Um The name, Mr. December. Where did that come from?
1: <laughs> well, it came with a the picture I did. this little gag gift me my wife wanted to do uh about, about three, four years ago, actually. Uh it was we had a little dirty Santa and something like that. And let's say, what's the craziest thing we could do for a dirty Santa gift? I'm like hmm. Maybe I would go to front, of, i want to to front of picture right now, naked, and do a picture right now with nothing but a bears football helmet on my private parts. Like, no, we can't do that. That sounds crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. now, me thinking, now me thinking my wife's a prune, I'm like, okay, she's gonna say something simple. She's like, no, you should do it. We'll put these on. She goes in the in her bedroom, comes back out with a tidy whitey Star Wars underwear. She's like, do it in these. And you know, so I go here, like, you know what, let's do it. So I go ahead and do it and get ready to wonder. Give like, no shirt. I'm like, no, nah, but I got some man breasts. I don't want to be showing all that. Let me put on a jersey. Let me put on, a jersey. I put on a jersey. I put on a jersey, you know. I lay I say, I laid on down. I say she first like, wait a minute, let's do a photo shoot first. I'm like, okay, cool. She started like Gimme Tiger, Gimme Tiger. I'm all you'll ar, You a, be a scout, be a scout. Ooh. It's like be surprised. I was, you know, stuff like that, you know. So
0: your wife, she uh she condones your shenanigans. Am I I got that part yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, she don't my shenanigans for the most part. And the 14 cookies <laughs> off of Amazon. I had the munchies one night. And the six foot five Diggum statue I bought off of Amazon for 2500 dollars
0: Okay, he... okay. Let's get into that part. The the the, the Diggum. <laughs> you would expect <laughs> the Diggums, you would expect the Diggums, uh th- that'd be on a cartoon. That's you'd expect that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. But, but
0: in
1: real, uh, uh, go ahead. Let me tell you. Okay, me personally, I dabble in the gun jail a lot, and that it that do stuff to my family and my wife. Right. <laughs> it, it causes problems. but Not bad problems, you know, funny problems. Right. So said, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on eBay, one if I could buy some stupid stuff because I got the money, you know. Look at and I see this big, huge Dignam statue for twenty eight hundred. It was like a six foot fat digging statue where you put the water holes <laughs> in the back, and water come out the front. So right, I freaking right. tell. I got the money. Let me go and do this. So I bought it. It came like about. It took like three or four months before it got here. When it finally right. got here, though, this this one I was living in Florida. Mm. My wife at the time was at work, so she didn't come home until I got it. I looked up, so she pulled up. I got like four or five of my neighbors out surrounding my house looking at it, you know, and she was embarrassed. <laughs> she got out. She said, Courtney. What in the hell are you, blah, blah, blah? He's just cursing up the storm and, and, and just cursing me out. I'm like, babe look at it. It's a big statue. God, you not like this. you got to be the stupidest son of a baby. I was mad in my life. And like, what, what are you going to take for yourself? I'm like, babe look at it. It's a big statue. You got a spoon and everything. How you get mad at me with that? And, and, I, can, uh, I can get at least. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can at least get this for the big, huge spoon. I can get like 2000 for the spoon alone. This is a deal. So, so needless to say, uh, I had to send it back. And now I'm sitting here with a 42 year old man with a $200 a week allowance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, like I said, you wouldn't expect somebody to find the things that you would find on uh, Amazon or even eBay. You wouldn't. But a dig em statue, a dig statue. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. So, aside from a Diggum statue and the fact that you are one of the largest Bears fans I've ever met. I mean, I've seen that Bears hurt, fans. God. Brother. That brother, that brother, I've that seen. That man, look, you got the jersey on, the band cave, the whole nine yards.
1: I Let mean, me tell you something. I came this close from getting the Chicago Bears trap set. That's how deep my little went. That's how deep it goes. I'm a grown man, I almost got me, I almost got me a tramp set. That's how deep my love to go, bro. Call me wow. a bear slut. Call me a bear slut. Cause I was gonna get that tramp set,
0: bro. <laughs> bro, that's, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. So, aside from you being a, a Bears fan and, what's a typical day like for you? Oh man. <laughs> Honestly? Yeah,
1: a typical day in life. I get up around six o'clock, mm-hmm. get the gym workout for a little bit, you know, because mm-hmm. I have diabetes and I want to make sure I'm healthy. Right, right, to to, uh, right. That's that's and, for sure. independent, you know. Yeah, so I do that. After that, me being medically retired, I'll be honest with you. By noon, I'm in my underwear eating Fruit Loops, watching Scooby Doo marathon.
0: <laughs> and truthfully, man, I I honor you, man. Your hats off to you, man. Thank you for your service, because um. We, we had a we had a discussion off uh offline and we we're talking about you know about your military background and uh we we're talking about that and like I said uh, hats off to you and many others um uh, many many other service members y- y'all do some stuff that. man y'all put y'all you views aside y'all thoughts aside and y'all go out and y'all y'all fight for each other never mind any, never mind the country y'all fight for one another yes, and that's that's
1: that's
0: what, yeah. that's what it boils down to.
1: So yeah, like we I said, never really cared too much about the country. We just cared about each other,
0: the women and men right next to us, man.
1: That's what got us through. Yeah, it really what got us through.
0: So, yeah. let, so can I ask you? Um, so when you can't, you you can't. You, I mean, you, you, how, how many tours did you actually end up doing?
1: On the record, six.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Now, you, um, so once you got out, you retired and. So is is the, the the characters that you do is the um the stuff that you that you pull off is, is that that your way of is that is it hasn't gotten worse because I mean me me you go back long yeah, way yeah, 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 yeah. and <laughs> you pulled off some some shenanigans long before you went to military so Where you way before so has it got has it helping helping you cope or is it like um it, it, it,
1: that's a, you hit that round the head brother it, it helps me cope it really does. Okay. Me being fooling around a lot, it's uh kind of like a good example of Robin Williams. Right. He's always happy. He's suffering from depression, you know. Right. But it's always the one who's always happy that you got to worry about, you know. But right. But it, it, it's a coping mechanism. Like I, I'm seeing a therapist every Friday. Okay. 9 a.m. I see a therapist. So I've been seeing her for about two years now, and she's helped me a lot. Okay. Cool. And cool. Because
0: that's that's because that's, yeah. that's something that's then, really important. I mean, really important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, got, got, you know, know got
1: to
0: get, got to, got to get that in there. And I, I, I don't know if I told you this before, but I reach out to a lot of people, man. It's, it's like everybody, even in with therapy and you know, med in the medicine or uh, meditation. Um, everybody needs that one person they can call. They, it, it, it can just, just when shit just get really bad, things get really bad, you can, just, you can call on them. Um, I, I told, I tell people all the time, man. I'd rather you call me at three in the morning, and you cut, and I have to cuss you out. For calling me, but I don't want I don't want to read no more obituaries. I, I really don't. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I don't want to read no yeah. more obituaries. Not for a good while, because like we we're talking offline. Um, 2016 was oh my god. Every time we're looking up, yeah. we, we we read obituaries. I was like, no you got yeah,
1: it's crazy, bro.
0: I was like, like, you know what, man? We gotta we gotta live we gotta live life, you know, to the fullest. And if making people laugh gonna gonna help help them do it, by all means. Yeah, but, I was lucky
1: enough to marry a wonderful woman. That's yeah. what got me through a lot of things. Cause it was a, about late 2016 as my mom passed, I was a really dark place. Yeah. Like December to like February, I was in a really dark place, man. And she, she grabbed my hand and got me up out of those waters, man. Yeah. It was. And I, and I'm so thankful for her for that, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I'm still,
1: he, uh, go ahead. Now I'm, I'm still. Don't, don't get me wrong. I still have some night like terrors. You know. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of marijuana. My therapist prescribed to me. Uh, yeah. I get that. And it helps it helps a lot, especially with the night terrors
0: Right. I, 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 first, like for starters, man, when it comes down to um to herbal remedies, I don't judge not one person. You wanna know why? Because when you go out and do and, and do the thing people do for a living, there's two people in the world I think should really be be users, of, uh marijuana users, and that there's um people in the military and people that teach. Yeah <laughs> They, they oh my be, god, you're, so right.
1: you're <laughs> so right! Oh man, you get that right on my head.
0: But listen, I drove I drove school buses for many years, and even though the kids I, I had, it, yeah. we were we only had them for eight maybe a few a couple hours out of the day. Some of these teachers get they got your kids from five and from like eight in the morning to two in the afternoon, and then you got after school programs. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, it's it's a lot these teachers deal with. So I'm like, you know what? I, will, I I will, I will get you a, a plant and grow it in your house for you. Yes. To yes. Add
1: on to that. Last year it proved it. You know, with a lot of homeschoolers. Yeah. See how, how dumb some of their kids is. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right. Like, right. right. Man, these kids don't get paid enough. What I
0: do don't think these teachers get paid enough. They don't they really don't at all. They, they don't. But anyway, so kind of moving forward. Um. Now we talk about the character, right? Because now you and I both grew up. Watching wrestling, WCW, oh, w- WCW or oh, WWF, we were hooked. Who's your favorite person of all time from, from, that, from that era?
1: From that era of all time? Yeah. Back then, I would have said Bret Hart. Hands okay. Down. Right. But now that I've gotten older and I've still watched wrestling and I'm, I'm still understanding and appreciate it more, it's got to be Roddy Roddy Piper. Okay,
0: okay. Now, I do, I did see one in your videos, man. Dude. (laughs) And I knew you was gonna do it. I knew you was gonna do it. And you said, watch me. I bet you, I bet you I do it. I bet you I do it. And it's one thing yes, indeed. Dude, you, are you, you said you 6'5", right? Yeah. 6'5", bruh. You pulled off I'm sorry, that had to be the most hilarious thing I've ever seen on TikTok <laughs> ever. I mean, I mean my si- my size was hurting. You hear me? It, it, yeah, you, bro. you pulled it off. I was like, bruh, no you didn't. No you didn't. know <laughs> <laughs> you did The situation
1: was perfect, man. I had j- it had just arrived from uh-huh. Amazon. Right. And so I was in the shower when it came. My wife said, your package came. Like, she and my wife, know I would get stuff on Amazon. She said, Ugh. right. wonder what it is. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Yeah. Human legs or something? I like, don't you worry about it, you will see You say human legs? Huh. Don't worry about it, you will see in a minute. Well, right. I got the mom put it on, and my son, hey, Nate, when this come out, when I, when I come out, I want you to press this button and play this phone. We're out next when I'm telling you to record. Like, okay, <laughs> Nate, take the phone I made okay. sure my ankles were still ashy, and my knees were all scrubby ashy and stuff, looking like a black powder. Anyway, so I get on. I come out, I'm like, hit it. He said, dude. And everything else is history, bro. I love it. My wife. like,
0: what about that with you? <laughs> that, my, that with brother, let me tell you something. That is going to be historic. That is going <laughs> to be historic. You hear me? It ain't that many memes. So There's not that many, Um, not, not that many memes. There's not that many Um, uh, videos you've seen where they, they just just in your brain. But when somebody is really committed to making somebody laugh and committed to the character, it gets no mm-hmm. better than that. It gets no better. I know. I know. and Because you, you you said it. You was like, oh, my. I, I'm going to do a watch. I'm going to do this. And and sure as day. To, you did... wait, till you see,
1: wait till you see my macho man. No, you're not. I no,
0: know. you're not.
1: Oh, wait till you see the macho. Wait till you see the macho. Wait till you see it. Bro. Oh, my God. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, uh, you're
0: not.
1: are going to Wait till I come in. They're gonna hate me. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness,
0: man! Oh my goodness!
1: I okay. got that in the works, man. I was talking about that the other day,
0: Bruh, it, it, Not to mention the, the shades are the the, the the wraparound shades. That that's what really did it. That, that's what really does it yep. for Macho Man. Yep. That's what really mm-hmm. for Macho Man. So, amazing, bro. now, before I let you go, man, what else, um, what else you got in store? Because I know you got some stuff going on in your head. What else you got in store for us?
1: Well, right now, man, I'm just working on my YouTube page, trying to get that all, get that all stacked up and stuff like that. We're just okay. talking about certain things, like, you know, sports and movie reactions, trailers, reactions, and stuff like that. That's what I got going on. That's my uh, CT's world, you know what I mean? Just look it up on, online or whatever. And, uh, okay. Be Courtney Thomas, if you want to look at my uh, TikTok is e Courtney Thomas. You can check out that mess around right on there. You know what? I'm a retired veteran, uh, t- nothing but Tanner t- money on my hands. What am I supposed I, to do? I
0: can't. Exactly. I can't. I, you know, again, we we need. I believe we really need more laughter in the world. So, what yeah, man? So what I'm gonna tell you now, man? Yo, I look forward to, to working with you again because. We gotta get some sports talk in there. We got yes, to. We, do, we got yes, to get do, some sports yeah. talk. That's for sure. So, you know, week by week, Robbie doing is uh just checking in with you, how you doing, man. Uh like I said, we're gonna get some sports talk in there because football season yeah, to, to, to me, me. Yeah. football season is is like it, it's kicked. It, it don't really get serious to midway through. To me, it don't because mm-hmm. everybody's fighting for the play a playoff spot. I,
1: I wanna say a bold statement before I get out of here regarding football. Okay. You may be shocked, and your listeners might be shocked what I'm about to say. But I'm gonna call it right now: Hall of Fame Joe Burrow, only second season. i I've Called it already. Yep. That's yeah. a bad
0: man. I'm, I'm with that you. That is a bad man. I'm with you. But now the man, only they they don't, know, the only thing is that, we them. we gotta keep them we gotta keep them healthy. They got oh, yes, to keep them it. healthy. They oh, gotta man, keep them, yeah. help,
1: brother. Anyway, and man. Look.
0: But they, but um, that's what I'm saying. But like I said, when we get to the sports talk, that's when we go we gonna start rapping about that for real. It's gonna be strictly sports talk. Be analyzing different teams and uh and, and different and what and our projection of the playoffs. Cause like I said, it okay. don't get it don't get serious until the um uh, it don't start getting serious until like around midway through, like around week eight. That's when you really get serious, cause everybody okay. gonna be, everybody gonna be fighting for a playoff spot. And that's mm-hmm. how and that's how you will know who um uh, who gonna be in the playoffs. But anyway, man, um, nice talking to you, brother. Man, I'm gonna bring you back. It, brother, so, man. by he the sang, way, but, but before I let you go, um, uh, let, let the people know exactly where they can find you.
1: Uh, you can find me on dCourtneyThomas on TikTok. That's Courtney on um Twitter, and you can check me out on CT's World on uh YouTube. Check me out there, y'all, you need to. All
0: right, man. Thank you again, man. Thanks for checking in with Thanks. me. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get, get back it. with you, man. Holla at you. All right, be good, man. All right, later. Hey, if y'all liked the episode, don't forget to hit the chatterbox. That's thechillside at gmail.com. That's the-t-h-e-c-h-y-l-l-c-i-d-e at gmail.com. Once again, special thanks for to Mr. December for stopping through and saying what's up and blessing us with his shenanigans. I told y'all this episode was going to be crazy. I don't know if it was the Digum statue, the whole idea about being Mr. Ric Flair. It was just a combination, actually a conundrum of shenanigans. Once again, man, thank you, Mr. December a.k.a. The Courtney Thomas. Yes, thanks again for coming through.